This is Jonathan with Limitless Mindset, and this podcast is my meta-analysis of the popular nootropic DMAE. This stimulating class of drugs hacks the chemical domain of the essential neurotransmitter acetylcholine, which for the rest of this podcast, I'm going to refer to as ACH. It's that, that seems to be its universally recognized three-letter nickname. And this may actually not be a good thing. Keep listening. I'll explain why. ACH is one of the three essential limitless neurotransmitters. DMAE is... I will make the case in this podcast a double-edged sword when it comes to cognition and memory. A quintessential anti-aging compound. There are over 40 human studies and research reviews published on dimethylaminoethanol, or DMAE for short. A Japanese study also showed that DMAE increase the lifespan of an aged quail versus Alzheimer's. A French 2012 study of 241 people suggested it may not be the most efficacious drug for treating those suffering from Alzheimer's. Quote, Standardized measures of memory, executive function, attention, functional capacity, and apathy were also obtained. Despite some interesting trends at week 12 and conversion rates favoring VO191, no statistically significant differences in cognitive function between VO191 and placebo were noted. However, the abstract goes on to level a couple of criticisms at the study's methodologies as to why this conclusion is not final. A warning. The consensus of the biohacker community seems to be that DMAE isn't worth it. Scientific literature suggests that DMAE causes birth defects. DMAE is not metabolized into choline in the brain. DMAE inhibits choline kinase. DMAE inhibits choline transport. A not insignificant amount of self-experimenters report unpleasant effects from it. Hyperactivity is a frequent complaint. Loss of focus loss of motivation, depression, and steep tolerance curve of diminishing positive effects. Frequently, these negative effects are reported after prolonged use at high dosages. One time or infrequent users report typical nootropic effects of enhanced cognition and memory. DMAE has a significant effect on the highly complex ACH system, again, that stands for acetylcholine, consistent or high dosage use of it 
present what I think is an unacceptable risk of unbalancing this intricate orchestra of chemical reactions. The bottom line is that other nootropics like the racetams or alpha-GPC have the same effects to a similar or greater degree and there is a virtual consensus of positive effects. Whereas DMAE is questioned both by the scientific literature and harshly criticized by its users in the self-experimentation community. Centrophenoxine is an anti-aging compound which is an ester of DMAE. The advantage being bioavailability. It is absorbed better through the blood-brain barrier. Centrophenoxine ostensibly cleans up lipofuscin, a cognition byproduct in the brain, also sometimes referred to as age pigment, which has been implicated in cognitive decline in the elderly. And you'll want to check out the blog article, the meta-analysis article that's linked below this. I, I had some photos of the lipofuscin, which they just kind of look like, <laughs> like boring, dark clumps amidst a uh, pink background. So maybe, maybe not the most exciting visual of your impending cognitive decline if you're not using one of these things that I talk about. It may impact verbal intelligence. Spaderman reported, I'm only taking 500 milligrams a day with breakfast, and within one week, my vocabulary and verbal fluidity has improved. A Hungarian paper on gene expression's role in aging stated the protective effects of centrophenoxine and of similar newly synthesized other drugs on the membrane components can slow down the age-dependent deteriorations of the intracellular physiochemistry in agreement with the predictions of the membrane hypothesis of aging. Z.S. Nagy, the experimental gerontologist who invented centrophenoxine, has been taking it daily for 35 years and reports no adverse effects. He concluded, centrophenoxine is harmless in the given dose, which is 500 milligrams daily, even after a continuous taking as a preventative anti-aging compound. And on the other hand, it is helpful in the maintenance of the general health status of the human body. Centrophenoxine is actually taken in higher dosages than DMAE. See the infographic on dosage that's on this blog article. Its taste is described almost universally as vile and maybe even causing a slight burning sensation. And I have tasted DMAE. I have not tasted centrophenoxine. And I will say DMAE taste. Not good. It's a cure for derealization. According to Nauser and several other 
on Reddit. I suffered from anxiety and derealization. Feel like I'm looking at the world through a thick plate of glass. Can't feel subtle emotions for 20 years. He went on to report a transformative effect. After about five days tanking centrophenoxine, I noticed that I was able to think properly for the first time in 20 years. I was able to have a thought and have it regulate my emotions in an appropriate way. I'm able to consistently regulate my own anxiety using my thoughts. And this is a huge knock-on improvement on my personal consistency in being able to deal with daily challenges and speaking with people, etc. So it certainly sounds like Nowser of Reddit found their own personal NZT48, like the drug from the movie Limitless. Good for them. Cycling. Centrophenoxine or DMAE is not a daily driver nootropic. Unless you are taking these drugs to deal with some debilitating issue, they really should be consumed in moderation. I suggest not taking them more than once or twice a week in the recommended dosage. Related rant. YouTube can be a pretty useless place to get accurate information about a given supplement or drug. You search a given supplement and you'll find a bunch of video blogs of some guy sitting in his bedroom just doing a totally unprepared, uninformed rant about a nootropic or supplement. In my obsessive mission to understand cognitive enhancement, I've watched more of these videos than I care to admit. And they predictably consist of this guy saying things like, it makes me feel more energetic. Some anecdote about uh, being better at studying or work while dosed on it. They'll say, oh, I sleep better while I'm on it. They'll say, oh, I feel more confident in social situations. And then some gross generalization of the science or mechanism of the drug. And they're usually under five minutes. And half the time, the guy has not even gone to the trouble of cleaning up his room before doing the video blog. Really not much preparation going into this. And this is a great example of the placebo effect. I'm pretty sure I could give these, initially I wrote people, but let's be honest, it's guys. I'm pretty sure I could give these guys flower, make up a fancy name for it, and they would be convinced that it made them better at studying, working, or weightlifting. There was a best-selling book called The Cult of the Amateur, about how the internet has given misinformation an unequaled broadcasting platform, which I encourage you to be wary of. This is why I advise going to PubMed and the biohacker forums, as opposed to YouTube and those, those health blogs, when you want to get a more accurate view of how you can predict what a supplement or a drug is going to 
do for you. And this is why my video blogs about drugs include links to the studies that vindicate my opinions. And I do brain training comparisons on and off the smart drug in question. I think you can pretty much disregard all of the individual video blogs that don't do the same thing. Also, as you've I'm sure noticed, I actually write out all of my videos and, and podcasts as articles before I record them, get in front of a microphone or camera, which is way, way more work than just going off the cuff. And this forces me to organize and refine my thoughts some more and even do some fact-checking. Isn't, isn't that nice? Fact-checking. That's, that's just something that's gone the way of the dodo, hasn't it, in our, our modern world. And this is just obviously not what a lot of the drug, uh, pharmacological, bro-science-type people, video bloggers out there, are doing. Moving on. Depression. Confusingly, you'll find, reading online, that DMAE is both a treatment of depression and a cause of it. Remember that depression is like a check engine light in your car's dash. It's a symptom of a single or multiple imbalances somewhere in one's complex neurobiology. Leap mind on longevity self-reported. When I take 50 milligrams of DMAE for a couple of weeks, my depression just disappears and even for a prolonged time. It also helps my social phobia. The solution to DMAE-induced depression is quite simple. Just cycle your dosing of it. When I do my centrophenoxine trial, I will only take it once a week. So a good reason to buy this drug individually as opposed to in a stack or multivitamin where you're going to be getting it on a daily basis or, or f more frequently than you should be. Its positive effects on body energy also help those suffering with chronic fatigue and mild depression according to an early study and uh, it was entitled Possible Precursors and Effect on Behavioral International Review of Neurobiology. I could not find this study anywhere online, so not going to put too much uh, faith in that claim. Mechanism of action. The important thing to understand about this drug is that it is not a choline source precursor like alpha-GPC or eggs. It's something that prevents the breakdown of the ACH neurotransmitter in the mind. So it's not an alternative to alpha-GPC or CDP-choline. Because of ACH's essential role in the central motor system, DMAE is taken by athletes to improve performance, physical energy, and reflexes along with treating the movement disorder tardive dyskinesia. On mood. 
2003 German study showed that DMAE has a positive effect on mood alertness and those dealing with borderline emotional disturbance. Ray Sahelian reports that a single capsule, so that would be a DMAE bit rate, 350 milligrams, which actually only includes about 130 milligrams of DMAE. He reports that this will make you feel focused and alert, but taking more than that will make you edgy and tense. Food sources. Like many other nootropics, DMAE is found in seafood, anchovies, and sardines. I think one time when I was really drunk, regretfully I ordered pizza with, with both of those on it. So <laughs> I, I got my DMAE <laughs> and I regretted it. DMAE has been sold in Europe for over three decades and is referred to as Dianol. Leave it to European pharmaceutical companies to come up with boring names of drugs. Anti-aging skin creams. DMAE also has a positive effect on the skin as an anti-wrinkle agent. A placebo-controlled 2005 American study stated, Thus, the benefits of DMAE in dermatology include a potential anti-inflammatory effect and a documented increase in skin firmness with possible improvements in underlying facial muscle tone. A Belgian human study of 30 volunteers stated that DMAE formulation under investigation increased skin firmness. A 2009 Brazilian study agreed with this conclusion. I've been reading Atlas Shrugged, where Ayn Rand is always describing these iconic entrepreneurs and business people, titans of industry, as having these very angular faces comprised of flat pains. And this made me just a little insecure because I've noticed that as I'm getting older, I'm getting a little bit more of a roundish baby face. I haven't gained weight, but my face is just starting to show my age. So I'm thinking that I'm going to order some DMAE cream and I'll take some before and after photos a couple of months apart and then I'll publish those and hopefully there'll be a noticeable improvement in the asymmetrical perpetually pontificating thing that is my face on memory. A 2009 French study on memory capacity stressed by scopolamine reached a positive conclusion about its effects on long-term memory. Quote, clinical study results show that scopolamine induced a memory deficit that DMAE produced a significant positive effect on scores in the test as well as a slight but significant difference on choice reaction time. On concentration, some people report increased mind power from DMAE within a few hours and lasting most of the day. The increased attention is a result of boosted 
ACH levels as demonstrated in rats in a 2010 study at Ohio State University due to its effects on improving attention, it can be used to treat ADHD. DMAE is able to pass the blood-brain barrier to become ACH, in addition to being essential to the somatic nervous system. ACH is also a neuromodulator, which means that it affects brain plasticity, our ability to learn new skills. A double-blind, placebo-controlled German study of 60 participants who self-selected as lacking concentration and mental efficiency. The EEG recordings revealed a positive effect on this deficiency over the 12-week trial from its abstract quote. This drug effect was localized in the frontotemporal cortex in a statistically significant manner during both the memory and symbol recognition tests. On lucid dreaming, one of the most frequently reported effects is lucid dreaming. So if you attempt to levitate every time you walk through a doorway or rub your hands to stabilize your reality, this drug may be worth adding to your nighttime supplementation regimen. A 1988 study when I was three years old. Use of DMAE in the induction of lucid dreams and a Scottish study, the cholinergic system EEG and sleep suggested that DMAE promotes REM sleep and lucid dreaming. Some people even report needing less sleep while on DMAE. Before my conclusion, I'll talk about the dosage ranges and the dosage range is a bit a bit broad for healthy adults it starts at um, as low as just a couple hundred milligrams and if it's dma bit rate then you're going to kind of like double what the dosage is because it's it's only about half of it. And then if, uh, according to this, if you're looking to alleviate anxiety, you do as much as 1200, but boy, that sounds, sounds really high. So many, so many better smart drugs out there for anxiety. So you want to start at a low dosage, like 50 milligrams, a hundred milligrams or like 50 to hundred milligrams of actual DMAE and work your way up. You wanna take it with meals and the most common over-the-counter form sold is DMAE bitrate. And 350 milligrams of DMAE bitrate is about 130 milligrams. So I'm sorry, I was, uh, I misled you. <laughs> it's not about 50%, it's, it's less than 50%. Uh, so you wanna be aware of this when you're determining your dosage if you do end up getting DMAE bitrate. Several sources recommend strongly against taking it on a daily basis, but instead take it several times a week as you need increased powers of alertness. 
for central phenoxyne, the dosage was in between 200 to 500 milligrams. And then in the elderly, it was in between 500 to a 500 milligrams to a high end of two grams. Cofactors, ACH precursors. Again, it doesn't feed your mind the choline it needs. So you'll want to take it with alpha GPC, CDP choline, or your dietary sources to really experience benefits from it. Racetams. Since it hacks the ACH system, if you are a person that chronically experiences headaches from racetams, even when you increase your ACH intake, it's indicative that something else has broken in your ACH system. And DMAE has a profound effect on the system and might fix it. So if you're one of these people that you're like, I keep hearing about the racetams and how everyone is saying their racetams are just these awesome, transformative, smart drugs, but I just can't quite seem to get them to work for me. You know, you, you might want to try DMAE. So paracetam in particular. A couple of Redditors suggest it goes well with the godfather of nootropics. That would be paracetam. The Kaid reported, I've been experimenting with Centro recently and it seemed to bring back some of the oomph of paracetam. Aniracetam. Neurotropia suggests that the ampkinic racetam goes particularly well with centrophenoxide, producing a noticeable spike in reading comprehension, making it a great study stack. One self-experimenter reported, I take 500 milligrams of Centro with Alcar and Paracetam, and my brain has moved from about 5 miles an hour to 50. That sounds pretty cool, doesn't it? Side effects. Reports of negative side effects are abundant, varying from anxiety, restlessness, and muscle tenseness in the neck and shoulders to a possible connection with multiple sclerosis. Birth defects are a concern with DMAE and centrophenoxide. So if you're a woman planning on having children anytime soon, you're going to want to stay away from these. Lots of stacks and multivitamins contain DMAE, which just seems irresponsible to me, considering women will be consuming them, not knowing the serious repercussions if they become pregnant. Kind of like a, uh, oh geez, I was trying to come up with a good metaphor about tequila and people dancing on bars in Mexico and becoming pregnant and they're not being proper labels on the tequila bottles because they were too busy putting the worms inside of the tequila bottles, but damn, it's late and I haven't taken my centrophenoxin or DMAE today, so my powers of verbal horsepower are, are falling short of this, of the engaging, humorous presentation that I seek to deliver to you, dear listener. Moving on to my conclusion though. I feel it's necessary to add a conclusion to this somewhat bipolar presentation on this drug. The cognitive enhancement benefits 
of this drug are nothing special or unique in the nootropic world and the potential downsides of it seem to be significant. Hypomania, depression, and, and, dearth, and, and, and birth defects. So if you're an otherwise healthy person looking to supplement your badassery in life, I think you can probably get the same results from less risky smart drugs. However, if you're an older person facing the dire specter of cognitive decline, this drug family, centrophenoxine in particular, is well worth your consideration. Are the possible negative side effects of these drugs going to be worse than the certain cognitive decline of your faculties? Doubtful, right? And I have been using centrophenoxine for about two months now, and I've been taking my own advice. I have been using it just a couple of times a week, and I'm really quite unimpressed by the stuff. The, the first couple times that I tried it, I did notice kind of a nice nootropic effect of being a little bit more energetic, a little bit more on top of my tasks. I noticed my working memory being just a little bit better, you know, pretty somewhat similar effects to what you're going to get from the racetams, not, not, not quite like what you're going to get from modafinil. But again, it, it, after the first couple times of trying it and being like, ah, oh, this is kind of a nice nootropic effect. I have just been not been getting that effect from it. So it may be that I have ran into the tolerance curve of the stuff or it may be something going on with my ACH system. Although I, I like to think that I keep my ACH system running uh, swimmingly. And I, and I will add, this stuff really does just taste nasty. It, it tastes kind of like, uh, if you imagine if you had a bag of sugar and you left it, to get like really moldy and let it go like really bad. It kind of tastes like that. So it has this, this sweet taste that, uh, that, that just like, imagine something really sweet that's perhaps fermented. It's, it's not a great taste. So this is my thoughts on DMAE. If you liked this, go ahead and subscribe to this channel to continue to receive more podcasts like this. Again, I'm Jonathan with Limitless Mindset. And as always, I look forward to an ongoing conversation with you. Legal notices. If you or someone you know developed or created a concept, piece of content, or idea shared on this show, please email us at info at limitlessmindset.com so we can mention them in the show notes or provide a backlink. We want to give credit where credit is due. As a listener to the Limitless Mindset podcast, we hope you have and practice common sense. 
However, since some of the content covered in this show deals with subjects of a health, legal, or business nature, this show is for entertainment purposes. If you need recommendations of doctors, nutritionists, or attorneys to consult before making decisions that may have health or legal repercussions, please email us at info at limitlessmindset.com.